together in a short turnaround game plan. The players got to have a job to do. They got a job to come together, get an edge. They got to walk into our, our film or walk into our walkthrough tomorrow with an edge. That's their job. And that's what we told them. So we all got a job to do here the next 24 hours. And your job is to come with an edge, a burn in your belly that we just lost this game, that we lost the game at TCU there, that we got it, what we got to do to win. And uh, so we all got to come together and do our job. We got a two-hour head start because they're playing right now, I saw as I walked in here. So, uh, hey, you know, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, the league, This you know, there's nine teams. We play them twice. So you, you, there's the familiarity is, is so uh, – um, so clear. I mean, it's like, okay, you know, Oklahoma, we've watched them, we've seen them, but we got to be better. I mean, we beat them by one, obviously, close game, great atmosphere, great fans, uh, but now we're going to go have uh, play in front of their place, and we, we beat them by one, we beat them on the glass by one. There ain't no way we win that up there unless we uh, out-rebound them by a bigger number. Final hour of the rush, OU and TCU tonight. There's Porter Moser, there's Jamie Dixon, head coach of OU and TCU must win, baby. No doubt about it. 8 o'clock on ESPN2. OU is a six-point favorite. Basketball Power Index has OU as a 70.6% chance, to, 70.6 chance uh, percent chance to win the game. Quick turnaround for OU coming all the way from Auburn back to Norman. Uh, hopefully they got their legs underneath them. No Marvin Johnson tonight. This is... It's not going to go down as one of the best wins that you have all year, Josh Elmer, but it's as... It's, it's, there's no other way to say it. It's a must-win. It's a critical game. If you don't want to find yourself on the bubble heading into this weekend, it's a big one. Could you theoretically get into the NCAA tournament and lose this game sure, tonight? Sure, you can. Yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah, you can. There's plenty of opportunities. Oh, you got in last year and lost to – K-State K, K was really bad last year. You lost to them on the road. That kind of started the whole meltdown. But, yeah, you, you could. You're just – maybe you got to spring an upset somewhere that we're not, where we're not projecting. You start thinking a little realistically, though. You say, okay, well, you, you you need to win some of these games coming down the home stretch. And not that you can't beat Texas Tech at home inside the LNC. Probably not going to happen, but technically you could go to Kansas and win. Ooh. Texas at home, at Iowa State, at Texas Tech, uh, at Kansas State is all of a sudden, you know, not – not the worst game on the road in terms of a resume builder. So th there's opportunities to enhance your resume beyond just this game tonight, but you start thinking about some of those games. Man, it's going to be hard to beat Texas Tech either of the two games you get against the, the Red Raiders, both in Norman and in Lubbock. Obviously, Oklahoma hasn't won at Kansas since, what, the 93 season? You're probably not winning at Kansas. Take that game and throw it away. At Iowa State. Going to be really hard to win up at Hilton. Texas, we saw what happened in round one versus the Longhorns. So you start thinking about the best chances to pick up wins the rest of the way. Tonight is one of those versus TCU. Tonight's one of three. Uh, West Virginia at home is one of those. TCU at home tonight is one of those. Oklahoma State at home later on in the year is one of those. The, 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 you're talk, you've got three really just slam dunk opportunities to, to win basketball games from here on out. And they'll win other games besides that three. They'll probably be in, in favorites in other games besides that three. But everyone knows what we're saying right now. There's not really any gimmies in this conference, but this is as close to a Big 12 gimme, if you want to call it, as you can get. A favorable game at home where you're favored by six. These are the ones that you you, you got to win, man. You, if you're, you, you if you're making to. the dance, this can't slip through your right. fingers tonight. Yeah, it, it, exactly, exactly. Uh, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, man. 
coming back from that Auburn game, all the size and athleticism they had. TCU beats you on the boards. You heard Jamie Dixon say by one last time. OU's got to win the boards. They, they've got to be able to be a threat from outside the arc because, boy, if you want to talk about bad shooting performances this year, I don't know if the numbers will match up to, up to it, but the last game against TCU seemed like the worst shooting night that they've had all year long, and that's, that's going to have to flip. Going to have to flip. They ought to be motivated to beat these guys. Coughed up uh, opportunity to beat them on the road and then you know kind of force the game into overtime after that. But Oklahoma, you feel like, shoots better at home, kind of across the board. Harkless, I feel better about shooting at home. How's the crowd going to be tonight? We gave away four tickets, by the way, earlier today to some great Sooner fans. And no I'm sure deal. those will be the four loudest they Sooner better fans be. in the I, I'm, Courtesy of Air Comfort Solutions, I will say, so thank you. They better be the four loudest OU fans there. I think it'll be a good, not great crowd tonight. It won't be anywhere close to that Baylor crowd that they no. had. No, it won't be that. You know, about, what was that, eight days ago, nine days ago or so. But I wish it would be. It's an important know, game man. for OU. I, I, I know. Uh, eight o'clock start time on a Monday night, though. It's a school night, so tough for some people. Can't to bring the kids. <laughs> well, that's, why, that's why we're not going tonight. It's, it's, it's a school night, so that's why uh, we won't be out there at the LNC. So, yeah, eight o'clock on ESPN2. Actually talk more about Caleb Williams than I thought that we would today just because 24-7 Sports had an article out that there's still some open lines of communication between the two. I still refuse. I mean, we'll talk about it, but I still refuse to believe that it's a realistic situation that he ever plays another down again for OU. Ever. Feels too far gone. Yeah. I, I mean, you got pictures that have surfaced of the family gathering – his belongings in leaving Norman. So how you would get from that point to the coaching staff at OU then turning around and saying, you know what, yes, we, we want you back in Norman. Not to mention Caleb Williams and his family making the decision on their behalf that now all of a sudden they want to be back at OU. It just seems, yeah, way too far-fetched. As much time as we spent talking Caleb Williams, it seems we spent – about as much, if not more, about both Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. And when they went to Ole Miss this weekend, OU fans were so even done with that conversation that once that was announced on Saturday, it was, okay, cool. Uh, good luck, man. Uh, wish, wish the best of luck to you. I'm just glad that we can finally move on from this thing and look forward. There were no sour grapes at all or people mad about the staff or not getting this guy or wishing that he was coming to OU. Everyone was so done for it. It's just, okay, see ya. Good. Glad we can move on now. All I think good. people agree with something that you and I talked about to open the show today that, okay, would your roster be better if you had Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg coming to Oklahoma? Yes, the roster would be better. But it's also not, I don't think, the worst thing to – Feel like, okay, you've got Dylan Gabriel. He has 25 career starts at the collegiate level. He's your defined starter. I'm not going to, I mean, say there's absolutely zero chance for Nick Evers to win that job, but, I mean, come on. It's, it's going to be Dylan Gabriel that starts next season. I feel good about Dylan Gabriel. I don't think that I'm in the minority on that. I feel like everyone believes that he's going to have a, a really good year next year. I mean, God. What, uh, the year before last, before he had the injury plague season, he had 32 touchdowns and four interceptions. Now, one might say, well, okay, yeah, but that was in the American Athletic Conference. It's going to be a step up in competition. 
Well, I, Cincinnati's a pretty good defense, you know, and, and they have been for quite some time now. So let's not li- act like the Big 12 is, like, so much better than the American Athletic Conference. And, yeah, the defenses across the board will be better, but he's also going to be playing with better skill players than what he played at at UCF. So I maybe he doesn't throw 32 touchdowns and four picks this year at OU, but to think that the numbers are going to be drastically different than that, I, I think is I think is a little bit wrong. I think the numbers are going to be extremely good in this Jeff Levy system because it's seemingly all the quarterbacks in Jeff Levy's system have thrown up awesome numbers. I mean, I think he's going to have a chance to be the offensive player of the year in the Big Twelve with the the talent that's around him. Yeah, and and what else is out there at quarterback in the in the Big 12 conference? Like if you want to go off just resume and what they've accomplished, it's not real close between Dylan Gabriel and Spencer Sanders. No. I know Spencer Sanders was the first team all Big 12 quarterback last year, but he had his issues, man, and was is kind of the reason why Oklahoma State fell short in the Big 12 title game against Baylor. Numbers-wise, it's not it's not close between the two dudes. We've not seen Ewers start a game, so you don't feel like he's going to be that guy. Uh, Bohannon, again, I, I like Gabriel Moore. Yeah, and again, we talk about the wide receiver play. I think the wide receiver's play is going to be a lot better uh, than it was last year. OU um, reportedly also made some staff additions. Caleb Kelly, which... I know everyone's on board with that one. It's an off-the-field role. It's kind of a unique role. Director of Soul, Mission, and Player Development. Um, But no matter where you would have put Caleb Kelly in an off-the-field role, everybody would have been excited about it. Everyone's excited for him. I love, love, love the fact. And I don't know if Caleb Kelly is ever going to be a position coach full-time or on-field at OU or not, but I really like the idea of him being on the staff in some capacity next year. I think that that was a really smart move by Brent Vittables and really a move that we all thought that he was going to make. So good on them, good on Caleb Kelly. Like that, That'll be a fun situation to try and monitor moving forward. I like it. I have like a general idea of what this role entails, but I'd, I'd like to hear more of what it entails. I'm, what's, like, what's the general idea from, from what you know? Well... <laughs> I think uh, I think just good question. You know, it's hard for me to answer. That. I like generally speaking, it's the health and well being. I think of the players, kind of to yeah. some degree, but I I don't know that. Yeah. You know, I don't know that to be a fact. Josh Norman also coming aboard. Uh, you covered him at Southmore. He's been the head coach of the Southmore SaberCats, and then Curtis Lofton's been rumored. I, I've heard Curtis Lofton's name. Uh, I think really even before he came to the uh, OU Baylor game um, and was introduced out on the court there with Roy Williams, so probably expect that to happen. The number of former players that are coming back is is pretty cool, and I, I obviously that was one of Brent's kind of plans initially is he wants to add a lot of former players into su- support staff roles, and I, I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a really good idea to get a lot of former players back that really care about the university to where their name really carries some weight. They know what they're doing. I, I like, I really like what they've been doing with off-the-field hires, especially when they've been getting guys that were on-field on coaches at, like, Eastern Michigan, and now they're getting them for an off-the-field role as, like, a special teams coach, you know? Like, they've been... 
they're not just hiring guys to hire guys. I, I think that they've really done a nice job of evaluating some talent that is out there. Uh, what, Phil Lodeholt was at Ole Miss for a couple of years before he got hired. Now he's in Norman. Like, they're getting guys in off-the-field roles with some track records of, you know, having, you know, being pretty nice coaches. Do you – can you read for me again? You have Josh Norman's role listed down there again? Uh, no, I do not, actually. Well, he's going to be, I think, involved, right, with some of the director of former players, which I would imagine that's uh, – you have – Different functions, you're involved in, in bringing alumni back, which I think is uh, a neat role. Yeah, and I wonder how much of that was a thing under the previous regime, you know? I don't know if BV is going to open up practice to all those guys or not. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. That's still a popular question if he's going to open up practices to the, the fans every now and then. But it didn't seem like former players were <laughs> at practice all that much outside of last year's barbecue i mean that was kind of the, yeah. the first big thing now i maybe it's not a make or break deal for some guys but you probably want to make it feel like guys ex guys can come around the program and they're welcome anytime and i don't necessarily know if that was the case here recently josh norman is the director of former player relations and director of mission community engagement he will serve in a role that will help the players in player development, community service, life skills, and pro development. So there, there you go. go. So, again, a lot of the quote-unquote holistic approach from Brent Venables that this is more than just wins and losses and your development as a player at Oklahoma. It's everything, yeah. all-encompassing, school, life, everything. You know, life beyond football, really. Caleb Kelly, director of Soul, I Can Dig It. Who's in line to be the director of Funk? Uh, we can <laughs> we can find a former player that could be the director of Funk. I'm, I'm sure you we can find that. All right, we'll hit more of your texts coming up next. 651-3439 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Still waiting to see if the Michigan job is going to open. There's some uh, speculation out there. That Jim Harbaugh may be headed to Miami, may be headed to Minnesota. He's the favorite right now to take the Miami Dolphins head coaching job, which would be fascinating, wouldn't it? If in February the Michigan job opens, boy, Matt Campbell is uh, really crossing his fingers right now, hoping that that'll be the case. Uh, which, before we get into it, he, he would have to be option number, or at least in the top of the options there for Michigan, right? Has done a tremendous job at Iowa State and I mean, I think at a place like Michigan with sort of his familiarity, that part of the country, the resources that he would have at Michigan, I think it'd be a slam dunk. Yeah. Riverwind bringing you the final hour of The Rush. More to come next right here on the Homeless Sooner Fans. When you're on the go, you can still get the best Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Search Sports Talk 1400 in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want. All the high school scores and updates you need when you need it. All on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Powered by OEC Fiber, OEC Fiber brings the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. Atlander Chevrolet of Norman. We know how important a good start can be. And you feel good when you're prepared for the road ahead. Start every day the right way in a new Chevrolet from Landers. Right now, we have new vehicles arriving daily. Plus, you can start building the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams online. Start a custom pre-order at LandersChevroletNorman.com today. Find new roads. You'll 
Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Chapel supplies you. Family owned for over 40 years, Chapel Supply is proud to serve as one of the largest industrial cleaning equipment suppliers in the U.S. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers, industrial hoses, tanks, and chemicals on the market. The certified parts and service team is dedicated to meeting the needs of every customer nationwide. Let Chapel supply you with the products, service, and support your home or business needs. Chapel supplies you. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. Hey guys, when you're looking for the best deals on liquor, a great beer selection, and the friendliest staff in Norman, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits. TJ Perry here for my friends over at Joe's Wines. And with the new year upon us, maybe you're out of stock at home after all of those holiday parties and guests. Joe's Wines has the best prices in town, the staff's always there to help you out, and there's always great monthly specials. So do what I do, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits right here in Norman, 1330 East Alameda, or visit their Facebook page for the latest deals. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Hello, Cleveland County, and hello, sports fans. I'm Randy Gardner, President and CEO for Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity. I'm super excited by our newest grant through the Oklahoma Community Cares Partner Program. Why am I so excited? This grant allows us to help people, and we love helping people. Do you have more questions and answers about managing money? Do you often wonder how you're going to pay your monthly bills? Do you find yourself making tough decisions, diapers or rent, food or utilities? Through this grant, we are developing a no-cost financial literacy training program. Want to learn more? Visit cchfh.org. It is the rush on the ref, the home of Sooner fans, Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer. I was just looking during that break. I was just curious how much Super Bowl tickets are right now. 
Um, the cheapest I could find via StubHub is $5,600. That's the worst seat in the house at SoFi Stadium out there in L.A. And you know how uh, StubHub works. It's fifty six hundred dollars, but by the time you pay the fees, you're looking at probably north of six grand right. to actually get in the building. I there's no way. I, I don't care if it was an OU national championship game or whatever it was. I would never spend six thousand dollars on a ticket. But I am curious, what's the most people have ever spent on a ticket before? Uh, text us six five one thirty four thirty nine on the Air Comfort Solutions text line for an OU game. I feel like the most we've ever spent on a ticket was, and this was like early 2000s OU Texas games, so I'm talking about like 03, 04, and the stadium didn't have the same number of capacity then as it does now. It was a little bit smaller. $300 is, I think, the most we've ever paid for an OU ticket, and that was for the OU Texas game. Those weren't great seats either. Those were end zone seats. That is steep. Yeah, I'm trying to think what – I've paid upwards of 250 for a Kansas City Chiefs playoff game for sure. 300 is kind of like my baseline, you know? And, and you can get in for much cheaper nowadays to OU Texas than, than $300. The added seats, I think it seats like 92000 That has definitely helped that. But I don't know, man. Unless we're talking about a national championship game, me paying more than $300 a ticket, you can go ahead and take a hike on any other situation outside that one. I'm with you. Yeah, it's hard to justify that. I mean, that is pricey, pricey. Yeah, six five one thirty four thirty nine. If you have a story where you paid an ungodly amount for an OU game before or uh, any other game for that matter, yeah, hit us up on the Air Cover Solutions. Text How line. good is the Super Bowl? I mean, it's not great, honestly. I it, as much as people as much as people hate the Chiefs. It would have been a more entertaining Super Bowl if they were in it. I mean, that goes without saying. So I'll be rooting for Cincinnati. Like, uh, uh, Samaje, Joe Mixon, Jordan Evans, uh, Zach Taylor. I, that's, I guess that's the side that all. They've never won a Super here. Bowl? Yeah, I mean, but am I going to be bummed at all if the Bengals don't win it? No, of course not. And I, I'll get into it. Of course, you always get into the Super Bowl, but. It's not the sexiest of matchups, though. Burrow and Jamar Chase and that offense right now is pretty exciting. All I ask for is for it to be one of the worst football games ever played. I hope it's not entertaining <laughs> at all. Uh, someone says $400. They spent that at the 2013 Notre Dame game. I would, Yeah, I to go to a game at Notre Dame, I haven't ever done it before, I'd probably spend 400 each to go to South Bend. If, say, it was... You know, well, Oklahoma, but beyond that, and, and this will maybe upset some folks, but like a top five showdown between USC and Notre Dame in in South Bend would be pretty awesome. $300 for the Natty in 2000. That was in the parent section, never more than that. Parking at SoFi for the NFC Championship game was $140 per car. <laughs> I bet it's $250 for the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. There's no way. I know our buddy uh, David Goodspeed was uh, out at the NFC Championship game last night. He's a Rams fan, but as much as he loves, I don't even think he would drop that crazy amount of money to go see his team in a Super Bowl. There's no way, man. I don't know. And I bet the atmosphere, like, sucks there, too, because it's so corporate. 
Back-to-back years, we're going to see a team play in its home stadium in the Super Bowl. I don't like that. 1,200 for a pair of OU Texas tickets, 45-yard line, 12th row up. So we're starting to get into best seat in the house, but 1,200 bucks for the pair. Woo, buddy. What year was it? Did they, do they say? They, no, they don't say. Paid, let let paid, us know what year it was. Paid $500 to see U2. Yeah, that was at, uh, that was at, the, that was at the stadium here. Back in the day. Concerts, man, can get way, way up there. I've been to multiple national championship games, a few big bowls, but never paid secondary prices. However, it cost me about 5000 to travel to the 03 Rose Bowl. Bought the tickets before I knew this trip would be so expensive. Rose Bowl's pretty awesome, but for five grand, it's a little steep for me. How, just saying. How was the trip so expensive? Oh, I mean, you got to factor in flight to L.A. You've got to factor in hotel in L.A. You've got to factor in if you're flying out there. I mean, they didn't have Uber then, so you're doing a taxi out to Pasadena, which if you're staying in downtown L.A., is not exactly right around the corner, so that's a hefty little price to get to there and from. You know how overpriced everything is in L.A. It's ridiculous. The tickets itself to the Rose Bowl were probably unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I could easily see how that trip you could rack up five grand on it. You could probably not, do that pretty easily. Not stay in a five-star motel or whatever. I was offered a 1000 a ticket for three 50-yard line tickets at the 01 OU Texas game. OU was one, Texas was three. I told the O boy to jump in the creek. Yeah, it's really hard to turn down $3,000 cold hard cash, but you saw what was, in my opinion, the single greatest moment in OU Texas history. Um, being there is worth the three, losing that on the three grand, I would say. What is it, MasterCard? It's like a MasterCard commercial. Congratulations. It was a priceless moment. $240 face value for OU Nebraska 2021. Tickets for that were pretty steep. Uh, Someone says $10 for the Sand Springs uh, Deer Creek game back in 2021. (laughs) Wait, say that again. $10 for the Sand Springs Deer Creek game in 2021. Which was a great game, by the way. Don't we all remember that one? That's that's funny. Baker's last year, by the way, 2017, is how much those OU Texas. That That's the year for the $1,200. Ah, gotcha. Uh, me and my buddy bought $40 face value tickets for uh, Bo Jackson's 89 All-Star game. Nolan Ryan was the winning pitcher, Mark in Newcastle. That's pretty awesome. Uh, was it the 03 Rose Bowl 2 Took a girl and was still under one thousand. Five K is stupid money. Fifty six hundred too is what we're saying for the Super Bowl is the cheapest. Unbelievable, man! Woo, fifty six hundred dollars for a Super Bowl. Um, I consider myself a Dallas Cowboys fan. I ain't that big of a fan. I don't know if I'm a. I, I don't know if I'm that big of a fan for anything to pay fifty six hundred dollars alone just for the ticket. Just out of even if you had it, man. Just out of principle, like. Even if you had plenty of money, just to give someone else $5,600 for the worst seat in the house, I'd have a tough time doing for it. For Rams Bengals. Yeah, and I got to imagine the atmosphere at some parties outside the stadium might actually be better than the corporate nerds that are inside the stadium. Yeah, the dorks that can actually afford it. No thanks, man. No thanks. The uh, the non-fans of these teams that get to go to the game. Keep the text coming, by the way, 651-3439. Jim Harbaugh going to be the head coach at Michigan next year, or is he going to be the head coach of the Miami Dolphins? 
I think he's winding up in Miami. I think he. I think he's going to the NFL for sure. Yes. And the recent odds would tell you that it's, it's going to be with the Miami Dolphins. Now, if you're going to Miami, you better believe in Tua. And maybe Jim Harbaugh just once out of Ann Arbor, he's like, all right, I finally beat Ohio State. I'm going to get the heck out of town before they have a chance to regroup this offseason and uh, hammer me hard in Columbus next year. But, yeah, I think Michigan's about to be looking for a uh, for a new head coach. Get the heck out of town while my stock is sky high. And I was uh, interested to hear how some people in the text line, uh, including Trey, did, did not like, does not like Matt Campbell at all. I can't stand Matt Campbell ever since his little pointing episode. He just seems very punchable. That was in the Big 12 championship game where they didn't call OU for uh, encroachment, I think was the play, and he was like, you, you, after the play, he looked like a psychopath over there on the sideline. That, see, that made me like him more. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that moment. Yeah, um, I, I feel pretty good, though, that... And if you want to say that Matt Campbell is a little overrated, okay, fine. This was a big step backwards for, yeah. for his case. Iowa State, though, I don't think will hire a better head coach than what they had with, with Matt Campbell. Just because I Agreed. don't think Iowa State's a, I, notoriously, historic, historically, it's not a very good job at all. It's like the quote that I always like to bring up. Uh, they had a head coach back in the 80s that said, um, if you coach at Iowa State, if you stay too long, you're going to lose and you're going to get fired. <laughs> it's fantastic I believe that uh, man's name was Jim Walden who said that. And so that's Matt Campbell's mentality right now. If the Michigan job opens up, he's like, yeah, I got I to gotta get the heck out of Dodge. Man. You have to take it. And if, he, if it wasn't Lincoln Riley at USC, then, I mean, to me, Matt Campbell, you would have had to have taken that job, no doubt. And I'm trying to think of who else would be on Michigan's list. Matt Campbell seems like kind of the ideal no-brainer for that. Would they get maybe PJ Fleck? You try, you know, he wants to stay in the Big Ten. He's made that pretty clear. I don't know if that's a sexy enough hire for anyone or not, but that's a guy that's been in the Big Ten and would you leave Minnesota for Michigan without a doubt, even though it's one of their bigger rivals. If you think Matt Campbell's overrated. I mean, P.J. Flex that guy just as much for me. Yeah, OU fans were throwing out P.J. Fleck early on when we were talking about who's going to be the next head coach, and that's one of the names that never did anything for me. As soon as I heard P.J. Fleck, is, and he was never a real serious candidate from what I know, but there was nothing about that one that was just ugh, God. exciting. Yeah. Anyone else that you can think of that would be a, a real legitimate candidate for that job? James Franklin, no. I don't think he'd leave Penn State to go to Michigan. Um, maybe Muleshoe. Maybe Muleshoe would uh, leave USC and just go to Michigan. I don't know. Maybe he can convince Caleb Williams to, to go play quarterback in Michigan. It just doesn't – like, there's no one that really – like, we're, we're past the cycle now, you know? And if you don't love Matt Campbell – then you might want to love a young up-and-coming coach somewhere. Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if Urban would take that job right now. But if I could handpick the next head coach at Michigan, it would be Urban Meyer just so I could see Ohio State slap him around every other year. And to see, Just kidding. Even Michigan doesn't deserve that. They don't deserve Urban. And to see Ohio State fans squirm, like, how could you, how could you do this to us? That'll be interesting, though. We thought this coaching carousel was kind of uh, over and done with, and if Michigan's a top 15 job, I'd say, and if it comes open this late, then that's really going to shake a lot of things up, man. Well, and I think Harbaugh's kind of shown us he might just be – he might be the 
one of those guys that's just better in the NFL than he is in college. Yeah, I mean, we went to a Super Bowl in San Francisco and made it work with Colin Kaepernick, so that that might be the case. But good luck with Tua out there in Miami, man. Uh, I'm not real optimistic that Tua's going to turn into a great quarterback in the NFL, but if Jim Harbaugh can do it, buddy, I'll give him all the credit in the world if he goes down to Miami and wins football games. But beware, uh, Buffalo is going to be prime for a Super Bowl run next year, and Belichick is still figuring out how to win games, uh, even with Mac Jones at quarterback. Yeah, so. that is one thing that's not all that attractive about it is Josh Allen and Buffalo don't look like – I mean, they're not going anywhere. If you think Mahomes is a problem in the AFC West, you have to feel that way about Josh Allen yeah. in the AFC East. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you this hour of The Rush. A couple more segments remaining. Final hour of The Rush rolls on next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know how important a good start can be. And you feel good when you're prepared for the road ahead. Start every day the right way in a new Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram from Landers. Right now, during the Start Something New sales event, we have new vehicles arriving daily. Plus, you can start building the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams online. Start a custom pre-order today at LandersCDJRNorman.com. It's baseball time in Oklahoma, and your Sooners are excited to welcome all their fans back to L. Dell Mitchell Park this season. This year's 30-game home slate features series against Baylor, Texas, Kansas State, and more. Season tickets and single-game tickets are on sale now. Group discounts are available all season long. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Don't just win a heart, win a big jackpot at Riverwind. Will you come to me? Maybe cuddle up for a game of poker. Give me everything I Fall in love with that beautiful black jack. You're simply the best. Win a Mercedes-Benz in our 70 grand Keys to My Heart on February 12th. With 10 times entries on Saturdays. Happy Valentine's from the one. When the Sooners hit the diamond. Line shot, left field, base hit. Win column, Sooners, game over. We have you covered on the Sports Talk Network. That's hammered to left and deep, and it's a grand slam. This is your home for OU baseball. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. The Sports Talk Network, the home of Sooner fans. Touch them all, young man. The Red Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. 
Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. There is no such thing as a traditional life. Therefore, there should be no such thing as a traditional funeral. The staff at Primrose is able to help you plan all aspects of a celebration of your life. From food and beverage to special music and even setting up Dad's railroad collection, the staff was there to think of every detail. I encourage you to call today and let the professionals at Primrose help you and your family. Call 321-6000. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Tyler and Josh, we are the Rush right here on the home of Sooner fans. Said he's on vacation today. He'll be out for the rest of the week. We'll catch up with him uh, in a week's time. We think – I never know with uh, Teddy down there in Mexico what's going to happen, though. So, we think we'll catch up with him on Monday. But uh, knowing him, God, who, who knows the next yeah, time we, we're going to talk to Teddy. <laughs> we better catch up with him on Monday. <laughs> yeah, you got to do, what, six hours a day right now. So I'm sure that you're hoping that that, that uh, will be happening. I'm hoping week. we catch up with Teddy magically on Friday. There you go. 651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Tom Herman, LMAO, on the next head coach for Michigan. We're not that lucky, guys. But, guy, I hope that Tom Herman gets another – Oh, Tom Herman to Iowa State? Wasn't he on Iowa State staff at one point? Oh, dude, come on. Come on. The one thing that was a bummer this year about the OU Texas game is I didn't get an entire week to make fun of Tom Herman. Just totally trash. Oh, God, it's my favorite part of OU Texas week. Please, 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 please. And I don't really care where it's at. Just let Tom Herman be back in this Big 12 conference as a head coach. God. Oh, it would be so amazing. Iowa State would be a great fit for him. Oh, I need that so bad. Does Luke Fickle go coach for the enemy? There's probably the name that they would really push for uh, Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. But I heard initially that he wasn't all that interested in OU, which shocked me, by the way. It's like, really? He's more interested in staying in the Midwest. Ann Arbor, Michigan is probably a job that he would go to, but... I don't. I, Luke Fickle has stayed there a lot longer than I thought that he would. They got a lot of roster turnover, though. Now's the time to leave Cincinnati if he wants to. Agreed. Yeah, I, no doubt. And I wonder, you know, stay in the Midwest, is it that? Or you, you don't want to be a part of the move to the SEC? Is that what turned him off? Maybe so. It's maybe, hard for me not to feel that maybe, way a little bit. Yeah, maybe that's an excuse to not want to go to the I who knows man recruiting ties though probably are you know Ohio area on the Florida message board someone said they didn't like Matt Campbell because he has too much of a teeth to face ratio <laughs> I don't like the way that he curves his the bill of his hat now I'm not a flat bill guy mostly because I can't pull off the flat bill look I look terrible but there's got to be a little bit of a happy medium man got to be a little bit of a happy medium he goes all the way. Like He curves the bill of the hat. I don't know how the bill of that hat is not broke right down the middle. He curves it so hard. 
He he is aggressive. Yeah, and he is aggressive. That's in that another name too. I think Michigan can do better than Matt Campbell, and maybe that's who they eventually hire. But I think there there's better names that are out there. In a lot of ways, I I think that that might could be a lazy hire. Matt Campbell. Yeah, I mean he's definitely not coached on that level. I or had that high profile of a gig. To me, I just look at it and say, yes, this season was highly disappointing for them. But you know how hard it is to win at Iowa State, and he's been able to build that there. So get him to Michigan. I think he'd do a really good job. Man, but they were, th- this was a bit of a stain ever. for they him. They their best team ever, and they lost what? They ended up losing six games this year? It, it, Five, six games? I think with the bowl loss, were they 7-6 and six to end the year? Yes. Whatever they were. I, I can understand people being turned off by this season, though. And by the comment he made about – you know championships and he doesn't judge his teams on that okay well you're gonna be judging that regard at michigan seriously kevin wilson to michigan no uh there's just too much the whole situation in indiana that happened michigan to me is not a school that would that would make that higher charlie strong at michigan Les miles back to his alma mater i like where your guys's heads at yes please but tom herman is the answer here we just need tom herman back in the big 12 please yeah, just so uh, you need Campbell to to Michigan. That way we can have Tom Herman back, back in the Big Twelve, Iowa State. I don't. Again, I don't. I don't know if we deserve that one though. Getting Tom Herman back. Maybe the Auburn job will be open. If you've been monitoring the mess that's going on there right now, their offensive coordinator Austin Davis, who had been there for six weeks, just randomly stepped down today as the OC. Like, how many offensive coordinators in college football, especially at a well-known program like Auburn, do you see just magically step down and cite personal reasons? And maybe it wouldn't be all that weird, but Derek Mason basically, like, stepped down. Like, he left for Oklahoma State. They had someone else that left. It There's some, some dots being connected here. But Brian Harson does not know what he's doing out there right now. And it's starting to become more clear. Like people are jumping ship left and right, trying to get out of that program. To leave Auburn to come to Oklahoma State is going to raise some eyebrows, right? That Auburn, you would think, would be totally committed to paying its assistance. Oklahoma State—that's been a problem for them in the past. You couldn't retain your defensive coordinator. Now, going to be hard to retain a lot of defensive coordinators. You know from not wanting to jump to Ohio State from Oklahoma State, but that's that's interesting when you got somebody at Auburn that leaves, goes to Oklahoma State and Derek Mason, and now all of a sudden you've got this news here with the offensive coordinator. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is something to that with the head coach. You guys are funny. Dan Mullen to Michigan, Houston Nutt to Michigan, but here's a name I actually like, Dave Aranda to Michigan. That'd be – That'd be a really good be a really good hire for them. I I get it. Dave Aranda style of football is is not exciting. Heck, he's not exciting as a head coach in the least. But dude's been figuring out how to win football games. He took over a Baylor situation that um, you know wasn't necessarily ready to win now, and he he won a Big Twelve and a Sugar Bowl this past year in two seasons. I me likes me likes Dave Aranda. I, I didn't love the thought of him at Oklahoma. But um, at Baylor, heck yeah, man. And I think at Michigan, that really kind of fits into the M.O. I think of, of what they kind of want to be, a, a tough, defensive-minded football program. Boring. E- e- boring <laughs> football program, yes. 
I think that'd be a pretty good little fit up there. I just I don't expect Michigan to really kick the tires at all um, at all on Dave Aranda. It's another makes too much sense kind of hire. Can't can't go that route. Makes too much sense to hire somebody that just won a Sugar Bowl and completely turned Baylor back around. Michigan Mangino. I'm glad you guys are taking this conversation seriously. Yes. I'm glad you guys are taking this conversation seriously. Jeez. I think they'll I think they'll probably go hard after Luke Fickle and Matt Campbell would be my guess. If and when it opens. Aranda should get a call, right? He should he should at least get a call in an interview. Like I said, he's he's accomplished some very nice things at uh at Baylor thus far. And I would think that he would be one of the guys that would get a call from them. I don't know that he'd be a super serious candidate, but Yeah. All right, we got one final segment coming up next. OU and TCU. I have dubbed it as a must win. Did you go did you go ahead and go must win territory as well? It or? is, yeah. For me, man, it's just it's not in the sense that, okay, there's other opportunities beyond this where Sure, you lose this game, you can still get into the dance, but if we're trying to be realistic here and projecting this thing out, yeah, you got to yeah. get this win tonight. I don't know if Lenardi updated his bracketology today or not, um, but I feel like even if they lost this game, they would still be in the dance, maybe as like a play-in game or something. So if they lose this game, I don't think they're on the wrong side of the bubble, but what you're saying is accurate. It's it's not it's not necessarily just about this game, it's the incredible tough stretch that is upcoming. And finding games where you're a six-point favorite, those aren't going to come around every single week. So when you're a six-point favorite at home, you need to go ahead and win this basketball game. But we'll see if you can do that tonight on ESPN2, 8 o'clock. 34 in the net ranking for Oklahoma, which is really good. Yeah. But you just can't keep losing games and not all of a sudden start tumbling down that thing. Agree. Final segment's next.